Hey, it's Dan Harmon from Harmontown. I want to tell you about an exciting new podcast coming to Feral Audio called Launch Left. Rain, Phoenix, and Moon Zappa are going to interview extraordinary minds, mavericks, and pioneers in their fields. This season, Launch Left is going to celebrate nonconformists like Michael Stipe, Shepard Ferry, Spike Jones, Mario Batali, and many others. And those guests are also going to spotlight their favorite left-of-center emerging artists. So listen and subscribe now at feralaudio.com slash left, iTunes, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can do it however you want, man. That's the nonconformist part. Feral Audio. Corrections and amendments from our last episode. Top Cat was originally a primetime cartoon that ran for just one season on ABC from 1961 to 1962. It was broadcast on Wednesday nights at 8.30. They made just 30 episodes of Top Cat, and the title character was voiced by Arnold Stang. The TV movie Diary of a Young Comic was first broadcast in 1979 and marked Richard Lewis's on-camera acting debut. He played the title role and also co-wrote the screenplay. Stag's Head in Ireland, where Erin made her return to stand-up, is not the oldest pub in Dublin. That distinction belongs to Brazen Head. It's believed Brazen Head served its first drink back in the year 1198. Singer and songwriter Jeff Buckley, who recorded a stirring cover version of Hallelujah, died from an accidental drowning at age 30 in 1997. The last song he sang when he began swimming was Whole Lot of Love, the first cut off the album Led Zeppelin II. Hello, welcome to another episode of Human Conversation with Aaron McGathy and Wayne Fetterman. Well, here we are. This is the first time we're doing a international, we are recording. So we're doing an international recording. I am here in Burbank, California in the United States. Where are you, Aaron? I am in Dublin, Dublin City, Ireland the world <laughs> okay is this one of these things where we're gonna have to say over after every time we say a sentence in order to make this not too awkward no we can do it it's, it's gonna be fine i'm ready all right we're it's doing 10 20 it's 10 22 p.m over here right 2 22 p.m here pacific standard <laughs> time what is the what is that time zone called over there Oh God, I don't, I don't know. All right, already stumped. We're gonna move on to our next contestant. <laughs> I feel like I have to yell, but that's stupid, right? That's ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm just gonna try to speak to in a, a normal tone. Um, I'm looking at uh, Dustin. Can you give me a thumbs up if everything <laughs> seems okay on this end? All right, everything seems okay, and we're all, we're all here. So anyway, it's good to see you. I'm looking at you on a Skype. I hate the product place in the middle of this thing, but that's the product we're using, correct? Correct. Yeah. So I can see you over there, and you just tried to order room service. It didn't work. What happened? Uh, I pressed the room service button on my keypad here at the Fitzwilliam Hotel, and it connected to a man's room. An Australian man answered, and I I asked for room service, and he said, I didn't order any room service, and I, that's my Australian accent. You sure he wasn't from New Zealand? Because that sounded a little more like from off oh. Yeah. Well, that's impressive. 
<laughs> I feel like that's a harder accent to do. Yeah, yeah. So uh, how's the jet lag, first of all? It was it was pretty bad the first couple of days, but I'm doing okay. I had to force myself to get up early today. I've been sleeping in until like 3. I've been staying up until like 5 a.m. and getting up at 3. How late, today I got up. Mm-hmm. How late do the uh, pubs close over there? I um, uh, found a way. <laughs> Already, we're ready to ramp up. I can hear it. <laughs> uh, most, I think most of them close. I mean, they they close at varying times from 11 p.m. And then there's, well, there's this one I've been going to every night since I've been here because I because the jet lag and staying at until 4 a.m. But I don't think it's legal. I'm not sure. It's like an underground after hours. I love it. Thing in I've, the bottom of like a Japanese restaurant. Yeah. I In my, again, I've never been to Ireland or Northern Ireland. Are those two different places? <laughs> they are indeed, right. both geographically and politically. And you are in the Republic of Ireland? I am. I am in Dublin City. Right. All or right. Dublin, as everyone refers to it. Now, I've never been there. Are does everyone there kind of look like your relative? Yes. Is Very. that is that weird? It is it is weird. I'm realizing that um I think in Los Angeles I'm I have kind of an exotic look. All right, that's a it's <laughs> a polite way to put it, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I have a definition of exotic. Like every everybody has like pale skin, or people in Los Angeles tend to be more tan. Uh, and right, hold on, Aaron. hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, we're gonna go back to <laughs> we're gonna go back to the part of the script where you're uh, <laughs> where you're talking about how you're exotic for not exotic. You're exotic in L.A. but not Ireland. <laughs> Sorry. It's good to hear your laugh, uh, okay. by the way. All right, let's go. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, um, uh, well, in, in Los Angeles, I feel like I, I'm pretty, I didn't, I did, I don't think that's normally, but I realized this when I got here and I'm like encountering all these people who like look just like me. And are wearing the same clothes I wear, and they're all like a little chubby, and um, <laughs> I, I just uh, and tall. Like Irish people are much taller than I expected. And I've referred to myself the two times that I've referred to myself twice as tall here. Uh, the both people I was talking to said, "Ah, girl, you're not that tall." Like, <laughs> so, like it's which is a weird thing because you know you. I always think of Irish people as very short, but um. Uh, they're not as short as you think. No, they're not as anyway. short as you think. <laughs> oh, yeah, so they're not as short as I think. Right, right. Uh, and I, then, I always thought them as all... giant people walking around and, like, uh, <laughs> you know, like... Uh, yeah. Vikings. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure what I even think. I All I know about Ireland is, um, you know... Yeats? Yeats? What's his name? Yeats? Yeah. 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 Oh, him. The poet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sean O'Casey, isn't he from Ireland? Yeah, Sean O'Casey, James Joyce. 
James Joyce, of uh, course. Samuel Beckett. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Is Oscar Wilde? Yeah. I think he may even also be yeah. from... He is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, born in Dublin. Nice. It's funny. It's interesting with, with all those writers, they all left Dublin for Paris. James Joyce, Samuel Beckett, and um, Oscar Wilde all, all moved to Paris. And why... James Joyce. So, oh, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just I was asking why was that? Was it the food? <laughs> um, I I don't I don't know why I don't know why um, I think there's uh, I went to the I went to the Irish uh, Writers Museum today, um, and they were talking about James Joyce self exiling himself, but I uh, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's as far as I got, which is embarrassing because the, the answer to that would be really interesting. But I guess I just got tired of reading blurbs. Yeah, well, you were at a writing museum, so I could see <laughs> <laughs> that it wasn't a reading museum. So I could understand why you would be a little tired of reading when you're like, I came here to write. I. But... <laughs> Yeah, you know, the um, the Irish Writing Museum is uh, in this place called the Irish Writing Center, uh-huh. and it's the old house of the uh, Jameson family. Oh, and it's this, that's it's the, a, the alcohol Jameson? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, so it's this Georgian-style house with, like, these, you know, really bright colors and, and everything, and it's 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 not, uh, they haven't changed it very much, and, like, so many things in Dublin, it's, so, oh God, I sound like such an idiot. It's so old, Wayne. Right, of course. It's just, it's just so old. Uh, but it, it felt, it feels, it felt so haunted when I was walking through it that when I would walk into a room and I was the only person in there, I could only be in there for like a little while because yeah. I. Because you have, you know, like unscientific. Yeah, you have unscientific superstitions yeah. that you live by. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know. I don't. It, it'll shock. It'll shock you to hear that I don't believe in ghosts. <laughs> oh, um, do you hear that ghost? Yeah. Part of me, though, is when I say I don't believe in ghosts. I'm telling the ghost to leave me alone. Right, so I guess course. I do. <laughs> I feel like you're just hedging. You're just hedging. <laughs> um, and it. You know, it, everything smells so old, and you can smell um, just years and years of cigarette sm- smoke and like just sweat ah, everywhere. That sounds which is, good. Which is pretty. <laughs> it's actually like it's it's really great. I mean, it's such a it's such a romantic city. I don't know if it's everyone's brand of romanticism, right. but like I, I feel like the city is more romantic than. It sounds like Paris. you're just sounds like you're describing a Motel Six. <laughs> like you can smell the sweat uh, and the cigarettes and the oldness and, and the uh, the comforters are, are scratchy. Right, there's. Uh, I took out a black light and we were horrified. Um, <laughs> but it's it's a it's a beautiful city. I've had a lot of adventures. Well, can I say I, before we get to the adventures, I've been to yeah. I've been to England, which is part of Northern Ireland. I think I'm sure I'm going to get a nasty email <laughs> about that. But uh, but when, but whenever I'm in places in Europe like that that are old, and then I yeah. went to Egypt, 
And then I'm like, okay, uh, now we're talking old. Now we're talking old. So right. it's all you, relative. It's all relative. Yeah. Sure. But when you go to a place like Egypt, I've never been to Egypt. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have, I have been to Greece and, and Rome and stuff. Like, can you, when you're walking around the pyramids, it's not like, it's so old. It's, it's, are you feeling like, can you picture the people there working and stuff? Or is it just so distant from? No, I was, I was usually when I'm walking around those old places, I'm like, this would be like a great place for a little snack shop or a snack bar. (laughs) 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 Or a little. Wait, you just want to be, you just want to be the place's agent. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just a little snack bar, I think, would do so well right there. Not oh the goodness. not a big mall or anything like that, but just like a little mom and pop snack bar would oh, be great. Right. Would be great. Well, speaking of being Jewish, <laughs> I um, yes. <laughs> I have met several people who have not. Um, met. <laughs> you're going okay. This this is going to hor- either horrify or delight you, but I think it's going to horrify you. For, before, I, um, <laughs> did you say horrify me? <laughs> <laughs> Horlight you. Yeah. A combination of horrify and delight. Now, is it horrify yeah. or horrify? Well, I like the way you say it because I'm a Jew file, but it's horrify. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> right. I, um, I love that I'm a curiosity <laughs> to you. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Feels good. Feels uh, good. I. <laughs> I, um, so I did, so I did this, uh, well, we'll talk about this later. I did this stand up show on Monday night. Yeah. And after the show, I was hanging out with all the comics that were sitting in the, in the pub. And I was just talking, I was just talking about my personal history. I can't even remember what the context was, but I was answering some question. And I said, well, oh, I was talking about, I was talking about my, like, why I said something like, well, you know, I'm a, I, uh, Sorry, I know this is frustrating. It's the worst way to tell the story. Anyway, I mentioned um, loving Jewish culture, mm-hmm. and everyone, everyone at the table, like, kind of stopped and was like, "What? What do you mean?" I was like, "Well, you know, like tradition." They're like, "Oh, I, I've never met a Jewish person. I don't know what you." Mean. And I was like, "You guys don't know. I guess there aren't there aren't any Jewish people here." And and they're like, "Well, I know I've met a couple." Um. But they just they just don't know what Jewish people are. So then I found myself in this conversation where I was explaining. Oh, we were talking. Oh, we were talking about um, summer camp, and I was I was giving everybody the history of uh, Jewish summer camps in the United States because I'm super fun to hang out with, and um, that's how that came up. That's crazy. Was, that is crazy. Well, there, yeah. I mean, obviously, there's no McSteinbergs oh, over I know, there. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. I remember how this came up. It came up because someone was, uh, people, there, we were having a, a lively conversation about, um, annoying, uh, jokes that people make who aren't funny, like at people's day jobs, like just repetitive jokes. And this guy was saying that he, his boss always does this, uh, New York Jew voice just for, when he's just because he thinks the voice is hilarious and he's just doing it all the time. And I was like, like, Woody Allen? He's like, it's so crazy. Like, I've never even met a Jewish person there as he, but it's his voice that he just does all the time. So well, that's how that came up. All right. So let me just, so just so I'm clear about this, you guys really weren't talking about 
jokes that people do at work. You're talking about characters that people do at work. Yeah. I got it. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Just like people who aren't funny, who like, like, like guys, I I would say like people that are always saying, oh, she's good, like that kind of thing. Oh, right, 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 right. Or all day, that kind of, I know. I've been in an office. What is all day in the room? Like, uh, is it Tuesday? All day. Like, all right. Can you oh, just say yes? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> can you just? It's. <laughs> I'm 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 thirsty. I'm Friday. You know that one? No. Oh, does that? <laughs> I guess... My mom used to say that. If you were to if you were to say, "Oh, I'm thirsty," she'd say, "I'm Friday." All right. That's that's good for work. Yeah. That's for that's now I understand workplace <laughs> violence. Yeah. <laughs> I could understand somebody going crazy for that. Uh, all right, yeah. so can, let's real quickly, can I, before we get to what happened with your stand-up show, I will say one of my favorite mm-hmm. parts of stand-up comedy is the hang with the comedians. That's one of my mm-hmm. favorite things yeah, about yeah, the culture yeah. of it all, and I love that that kind of exists in a faraway, no-Jew land we call Ireland. <laughs> You should come out here and just amaze them. They will be blown away by you. I'm ready. I'm ready. Their existence. <laughs> yeah, the, I, I, uh, I was so, it was so fun. And also, like, in Dublin, they, they have, like, a rule where, like, if you are, and I guess it probably exists, this exists in other places, but, um, I came in on, when I came in on Saturday night, I went to another stand-up show because I asked I asked the one person I know here where to go, and she said, "Oh, come come to this place and tell them you know so and so." But I didn't, I didn't want to do that, so I just went and I paid the ticket price. How and much? They, they how much? Wait, out, how like, much? How much? How much? Ten ten euros. Ten euros, and what's that the equivalent of? Because I don't know what the exchange. Oh, I don't know. Okay. I know it. All it's, right, uh, I'm going to withdraw all the question. Not worth as much. I'm not going to. The dollar is not worth as much, so right. it's more more than ten dollars. Wow. Okay. Um, so you paid yeah. the ten and euros. So, you you plopped down the ten euros. Then what happened? Then I uh, I went into the show, and um, they during someone's set, he said, "Is there anybody from America here?" And I clapped my hands, and I was the only American there. And he said, "Oh, you're Aaron. I know who you are because I use the." They just knew that this comedian named Aaron was going to be coming from the United States. And then Eddie was like, oh, God, I'll talk, I'll talk to you after. And then after his set, another another thing they do here that they don't do in, in the States is they do breaks. Like every so everyone can go to the bar. So like after like every other set, they have like a little break and you can go to the bar, go to the bathroom, whatever. Um, so during one of those breaks the guy that was running the door came up to me and like gave me back the $10 and said, I'm so sorry. I didn't, I didn't realize you're a comedian. And I was like, Oh, I, I just wanted to support the show. And he's like, no, 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 no. And he like made me take my money back. Oh. So like when you go and then, yeah. And then last night I, I hung out with, uh, Allison Spittle, who's my uh, comedian friend here. And we just went to every, comedy show that was happening and just popped into every show and she was just like I'm a comedian we're comedians they're like alright come on in and, 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 and no one was given any grief about it it was very cool alright well that's a um, good tip for our listeners in Ireland if you ever want to go to a comedy show 
By the way, if you need to go to a music show, just say, hey, I play guitar. And maybe, I don't know. Now, do they do that in concerts, too, in Ireland, where you're like, uh, we're going to play three songs and then everyone go to the bar. And then we're going to play four more songs and everyone go to the I bar. Wonder, <laughs> I mean, because there's so there's so much music here, I, like, there's not as much comedy here. I mean, the comedy scene here, there's a lot of comedy, but the comedy scene here is totally different from Los Angeles because there is absolutely zero comedian for comedian scene. You know, like in Los Angeles, if you go to the UCB, three-fourths of the audience is going to be aspiring comedians. Right. And so, and, and, and if they're not aspiring comedians, they're fans of comedy. And so things are matter or whatever. But here, that doesn't that doesn't exist. Like the audience is always a general audience, it seems, but the comedy is all really smart. Like people are smart and into it, but the comedy is not about the comedy. And there's no, and I was asking like, I was like, is there, is there like an alternative scene or like a, are there any like weird silly shows that are for comedians? And they're like, no, that doesn't, that's not a thing. Yeah. Well, just so you know, doing stand up for regular people is not, crazy idea that's actually how most of it works (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) wait i can't do my jokes about creative artists agency here i i can't do my jokes about the second ad on the sets they don't know what i'm talking about (laughs) no it's refreshing it's it's great i mean i yeah yeah and it's it's good yeah it's It's actually like Makes you work harder. Yeah, it's actually called comedy. That's really what it's yeah, called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, comedy in the traditional sense. Yeah, and then the other yeah. one is alternative comedy. That's I love that that's the default for you. No, I'm not thinking, well, I mean, all right. I mean, I guess, I, I think I was asking about that because I wanted to be comforted by that. Right, 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 right. Because it is, because it does feel like, you know, lower... Right, you got to find a little more. Com- I gotcha. Com- a little more common denominator material. Now, how did your? How long right. did you? How long did you do? But, how long but, was your plus, set? But plus, I re- uh, fifteen minutes. Thirteen minutes. Can you, if you can, by memory, remember your introduction? <laughs> no, not the whole set. Just your introduction. I want to yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, t- describe the guy. Okay. Describe the guy or guys or guy and girl. Uh, it was a guy. Uh, his name is Colin McGinty. Right. And uh, he said, uh, "All right, uh, coming up to the stage, I have a, a great get, a great treat for you. All the way from the United States. You know her from drug history. You know her from uh, uh, Community. And also, she has a great podcast, and I can't remember the name of it now. But here she is, Erin McGinty." <laughs> but they say, you know how they say my name here? They say, say it's it. not Aaron McGaffey here. It's, it's Aaron McGaffey. It's Dude. a McGaffey. They don't pronounce the H. McGaffey. And they don't pronounce the H. McGaffey. Like, like cup of tea, McGaffey. And how did they say your first name? Aaron. Uh, are you, it's like, Aaron. spell that. Spell Aaron. that. Just spell it for me the way they would <laughs> No, it's Ar- well. It's a, I mean, there are a lot of different dialects here because also this is the biggest city in Ireland. But uh, Aaron, sometimes it's Aaron, sometimes it's Arn. Like Arn, Arn, Arn Magatti. Like Arn Magatti. 
Now, have you... First of all, your Irish accent sounds spot on to me. I'm not mocking you in any way, but do you feel like you (laughs) roll into it now that you're kind of just hanging out a little bit or no? Oh, uh, yeah. Are are you asking, am I just doing it? No, 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 no. I mean, around town, like when you're, or like when you ordered room service or when anything like that. (laughs) The only time I've done it, because like this, their accent is like the most beautiful accent ever. Like everything sounds like they're singing all the time. And so when you hear, when I hear my voice compared to their voice, it just sounds like garbage to me. Um, so I try not to talk that much, but but you know you I've do know that. they love the American accent. You do know that, right? I I don't think they do. Where do you get that idea? That's just something I made up. Well, I mean, they're, okay. Well, I mean, every everyone has said they like my voice, but, but no, they don't. No one's gone out of their way. Only when I've said, "Oh, I hate my dumb voice." Um. Which was just one time. Someone was like, oh, you have a nice voice. But, like, no one's ever, no one has complimented me on my voice. And I have several times said to people, like, oh, you have such a beautiful voice. And I said, thank you. And then they don't return the compliment. Right, 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 right. (laughs) Have you seen Sinead O'Connor? Have you seen Sinead O'Connor there? She's everywhere. She is. Uh, She was my bellman at the first hotel. Really? Um, She, uh, yeah, she was my cocktail waitress. The second night at a pub, um, she drove my taxi earlier. She's everywhere. Now, what are your chances of running into the cranberries? <laughs> um, you love that band, right? I don't know. I do. I do. I don't know if they're here. All right. That's, that's the only two Irish that and, and you two. <laughs> that's all I know. Um, also, speaking to, like, uh, here's here's a creepy thing. Everybody here, I think, like, kind of looks like me, and I, I very much cut the silhouette of an Irish person. I And and I'm constantly like, oh, my God, everybody's so gorgeous here. Uh, so. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> Everyone looks exactly <laughs> like me and are gorgeous. <laughs> I like I like what I like and I like what I see most of the time apparently. of course <laughs> it's the same like, thing you see in the mirror great. every day yeah 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 now remember yeah. we talked once about like what you're attracted to and I know you're married I know you're married and that mm-hmm. like I was like you know like those kind of white trashy girls that I saw when I was a kid <laughs> in Florida. Daisy Duke. Yeah, there's Daisy uh-huh. Duke yeah. girls. Like I like now is there like when you see like an Irish guy you're just like, oh yeah, that's I feel like a deep thirteenth <laughs> century connection to that dude. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. Yeah. Um we'll reiterate, I'm married. I love my husband. Very attracted to my husband. Of course. Um but I, of course, um, yeah, the, the, you know, it's the pale, the, my dad has red hair. So I draw, I draw the line at red hair. There was, when I was in college, I, um, was with a man with red hair and like stopped, stopped abruptly when I saw his pubic hair because I couldn't, like, I couldn't deal with the red pubic hair and, but, um, Hello? Hello? No, no, no. I'm just, I was, I was, I was taking it in. I was trying not to overreact. 
I guess I definitely have like there's there's a there's a deep seated um, uh, physical reaction to tall, dark hair, pale skin, right. slight freckles, melanoma, uh, little melanoma, then, yeah. little mel- touch of melanoma. <laughs> No, they don't. Because there's no sun here. It's dark. In fact, yesterday, yesterday is a day that we would call overcast in Los Angeles, like full cover. But I heard several people say the sun is out. The sun is out. But I was like, no. What? What do you mean the sun is out? <laughs> there's clouds everywhere. But like for them, that's sunny. Just that it's not raining and I the clouds it. were bright. Yeah. I guess. So they're like mole they're people. They're like mole people. They're like mole people. <laughs> yes, they're like mole people. Um, so yeah, I like, I mean, the, uh, yeah, the pale, the pale skin, the uh, worker's hands. Right, right. Um, at, you know, it's, they're, they, they look like they just came from a mine. If they had stood on their faces, I'd, I'd explode with orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> They're carrying some sort of toolbox, right? 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 Yeah. Also, like it's such a big. It's this town. The, this culture is based on people hanging out. So people are uh, there's uh, there's less. And maybe I've just been in Los Angeles for too long. But the men are just I don't know, like old old school. Old old school uh, body shape. Right, right. Like more barrel. <laughs> would you say more barrel chested or? Oh uh... uh, no. Yeah, I mean, well, they're they're in shape. Like no, they're in shape. It's just like um, they're not, not cut. They're not cut. I don't know. Like they, people don't. You don't see body dysmorphia all over everybody. Like everybody, like seems like pretty comfortable with themselves. Um, now, that makes it sound like I'm saying they're all fat, which is not true. It's just like they're they're just like all fine with whatever, and they're like hanging out. All right, we'll move to something. Else. We'll move to something. Else. We now interrupt human conversation to bring you human interaction, where Aaron and Wayne talk about you. I'm sorry to interrupt, but we do this every week. This is where we interact with our listeners, the guys and gals out there or however you want to identify yourself, um, who listen to our to our podcast and write us, email us, or sometimes they even do this, which is post iTunes reviews, which I love. And But you don't have to. You don't even have to do any of that. Even though it helps, you can just listen. That's part of it. That's part of our social contract we have with you. All right, this one is from Nicole Evelyn D., and I apologize that Aaron is not here and you just have to hear my voice the whole time. I'll keep it short. I have written this review more than once now and I hope and it gets more embarrassing every time I write it. Wow. Hopefully iTunes doesn't eat this one. Well, this could be embarrassing. Let's see what Nicole Evelyn D has to say. Listening to this podcast is like having two funny. Yes, I love it already. Awesome even better, entertaining friends that you can take with you anywhere. I embarrassingly, okay, here's the embarrassing part, have fantasies. All right. Where Aaron and I are friends, so I get to go to all the cool parties she throws. 
That's just it's more embarrassing for me than for it. Anyway, Aaron's open and honesty about her thoughts and feelings make you feel she's your close friend. Yeah, she can do that instead of just a person on a podcast. Wayne is the sort of funny guy friend I always wished I had. Wait, Wayne is the sort of funny guy friend I always... Oh, this could be Wayne is the sort of funny guy friend I always wished I had when I was stuck going to all-girls school. You went to an all-girls school. Interesting. He's kind. That's hopefully funny and unafraid to like the things he likes and defend them. If only Wayne and Aaron were actually my friends, then we could hang out instead of suffering through the interminable wait for a new podcast. That is not embarrassing at all. Nicole Evelyn D., that is touching, and I really appreciate the sentiment. I can't speak on behalf of Aaron, but I'll just, that's it. I'm not going to say anything else. All right, back to the show. All right, so tell me if you can. I mean, this is more of an interview than really our usual conversation thing. Uh, how did the 15 minutes go? Or do you want to even talk about it? Uh, I do. I do want to talk about it. Um, you are a professional stand-up. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think it went really well. I... Uh, Someone recorded it for me. So have you heard it? I made the mistake of listening to yes, it. Yes, huge right mistake. Away. Huge mistake. <laughs> I can't bear it. I can't bear listening to me. Especially after I think what I have is a good set. There's no better way yeah. to take me down a couple yeah. notches. Just like oh I mean, the uh yeah, the it was it was really it felt amazing, Wayne. I was like, <laughs> I I felt I felt so <laughs> joyful and like powerful. <laughs> okay, not in positive thing. It went great. They laughed at everything, and I felt like I I was really nervous. I wrote my set two hours before I went on stage because I was doing all jokes about the last couple of days that I was in Ireland. And, um, and I don't know, I think I was like putting off writing it because I was nervous and just like waiting for it to just happen. Um, but then I, yeah, I wrote, I wrote 13 minutes and it went, it went really, really great. And I, and there were like, there was a bunch, bunch of like improvised things that came up and those all went great. Like I felt like I killed. I it was, it was really fun. Like I, I got off stage and this, this guy turned, like turned back and said, ah, oh. he said, thank you so much. Thank you so much for that. You're so funny. You made my face hurt. So I was uh, very happy. Jesus. It was fun. And then I felt like, and, and so I did that set and then because that set went well, there was someone there that was like, Oh, they need another comic over at the international. Do you want to do another set right now? And I was like, Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> so <clears throat> I ran around the corner to this club, which is like the most, most famous comedy club in Dublin. And I go and like, I'm standing backstage with all these Irish comics who are like lamenting how shitty the audience is. And I'm just coming back there and they're like, oh, so you're a comic. And they're talking to me like I was like a legit 
stand-up comic who had done comedy for a long time, and there's, like, all the shorthands, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. All right, oh, these guys. And then I, <laughs> and I did the, and then I did the set again, and it was, and it was okay, but it was like that audience was, um, the person before me was getting zero, zero, zero laughs. Like, it was an audience that was, like, a very, like, international audience, and I don't know, it just wasn't a night that was going well. In fact, it was going so poorly that the host got so drunk he left early. Or he had to leave. He had to have someone replace him because he was so miserable that he got wasted and just, like, asked someone to fill in for him for the rest of the show. Wow. That does sound like something that would happen in Ireland. I am sorry to be cliche, <laughs> but that does. Uh, you know, it's fine. People do drink a lot here. Were there uh, are any of those spots at the international paid spots? Oh, that's that's the other thing. I got paid for both shows. What? Sorry, my voice got yeah, high. Sorry, crazy? my voice got that high. <laughs> That's outrageous. Now I don't yeah, like you at all, and this is our last episode of the podcast. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? You know, the I first like, time so I did stand-up, I got paid for it twice, <laughs> and then got booked right next door. All right. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I went back to I went back to um, the uh, Brazen Head, or Stag's Head, and it's Stag's Head, the place where I did the first show, which was a packed well, like the, it was so. I think I saw. I think I saw pictures and stuff of like the audience and stuff, and you on stage. Is that possible? Oh really? Uh, yeah, they tweeted. They tweeted a picture. I don't. The picture that they tweet out makes it look like a girl in the front. I was like kind of teasing the girls in the front row because they were the only Americans there, and they were from Los Angeles. And in that picture, it looks like those girls. It's one of the girls looks like she's angry, and so it looks like I'm dying up there. But I promise I wasn't. No, um, I'm sure we'll we'll play the tape and we'll be the judge. <laughs> what if you listen to it and it was so bad <laughs> right. and you heard no laugh? You're like, oh my god, she's insane. What would be even better if there is? Head. What would be even better if there is no such thing as the international, and that all was a figment of your imagination? <laughs> <laughs> or if I'm calling you from my car right now and I'm sitting outside the studio, <laughs> and I'm just around the corner at the Burbank. Just the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> Super um, multi-level I, I, delusion. I love it. I love it. Yeah, but it, I, it was, it was, it was so thrilling. It was like a, it, it was so exciting because. Well, how, because wait, how so, many euros so did nervous. you get per set? Was it different? Tell me. Just tell me what you got paid. Oh, I don't know. I just took the money and like, I, I, I don't, I don't know how much. I should have. All right, I, don't I, know. I just it. took a hand. I no, get I, it. Well, and then rarefied error. And then we. What did you say? Rarified oh, air. Oh, I see. <laughs> Wait, is that crazy? So yeah, I went back. I went back to that first place. Because yeah, with the, just um, money flying out of your pockets, me. money flying out of your pants. You <laughs> know, don't even care. <laughs> You're running between shows. <laughs> I got it. You got a development I mean, wait, deal. You wait. got a development deal. I know. I know what happened. <laughs> and the crazy thing is with HBO in the United States. I don't even know how they heard. But, um, <laughs> no, they, the, the comics are, are so, there's no air of, 
not that stand-up comics in Los Angeles or New York are are mean to each other in any way. I'm like, there's 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 obviously that community there, but there's still this like air of competitiveness. I think because there's more on the line in Los Angeles, like you just mentioned, a development deal and things like that. Like things are maybe feel higher stakes. But everybody was so sweet. And after my set at the international, this girl who had gone on. Uh, a couple of people before me introduced herself and then like escorted me back to the other pub because I had been, they, they also, they, someone, a comic ran me to both places to make sure that I got there. All right. And then we all stayed at the stag's head. It closed. And then all the comics just stayed after hours and we just talked and uh, it was, it was great. It was so fun. And then after that, we went to this, like, after-hours place, which is really hard to get into. I learned last night when I tried to go by myself. And, um, yeah, it's very fun. So I'm going to stay in Ireland, and yeah. goodbye. <laughs> that was it. That was the last we heard of Aaron. <laughs> Guys, this has been a fun podcast. Uh, well, that, am, that does sound... Like, trying to do... No, just mm-hmm, sorry to interrupt, but that does sound like uh, just a great... It's a great 10 out of 10 level kind of night for someone to have. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It was really exciting. I think you'd really, really like it here a lot. I get, I get it. I get it. You don't want me in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should stay. I mean, I, I really like, I don't know. I would really entertain moving here well I, I don't know oh you mean the place where it's everyone thinks you're funny and beautiful yeah that would be uh... <laughs> I would consider it <laughs> where everyone I run into thinks I'm beautiful and hilarious and give me money <laughs> oh but I didn't I didn't well I'm, I mean I should clarify like no you know it's more like this like I just feel seen as far as the beautiful thing goes like every like I really I mean they're there, everybody looks like me, but I would say that, like, I mean, there are tons and tons of gorgeous women, and they all look like me. <laughs> uh, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I just mean, like, it's not like L.A. where, like, not that I feel ugly in L.A., but I guess, like, I've, I just, I just feel like a million years old. Like, L.A. does this thing where you think that you're just, makes you think that you're sexless if you're not 90 pounds and... 19. So. I know. I live with it every day. Know. Every day I live with that. <laughs> oh, but I was going to, I wanted to answer a question from earlier. I have done the Irish accent when I've ordered drinks and really loud pubs because they literally can't understand me if I'm just saying, ordering the drink in my All own right, give me. Let's do it for us now. Give me the American order and then the <laughs> Irish yelling order. All right. Uh, Okay, uh, Jameson Meat. And you say what? I what? I don't. I don't. You be the barkeep. I don't. I don't get what you're saying. Jameson. No. Okay. That's about. No. Then. Okay. I'm remembering what it was. Vodka soda. Vodka soda. I don't get what you're saying there. Vodka soda. Okay, that doesn't. Right. 
I might be a little drunk. All right. It's like, yeah, but I, but but pleasantly. So, well, so- oh my god, people get so people get so drunk here, and every night that I've walked home, I have walked by some horrific situation. Like on the streets, like, a- like in the street, throwing up. Uh no, like a like an ambulance. Oh like, my god! Talking like, yeah, yeah. Both both nights walking home, I have walked by a scene where there's like a girl like passed out on the sidewalk, and all of her friends are standing there, and the policeman's standing and like trying to help her. Oh. But like, if you were in Los Angeles, like there probably wouldn't be an ambulance there, but it's just like a girl is like so drunk she won't stand up, and okay. so they call the ambulance. Okay, I have a question about the ambulances. Is it the American? or the British I don't know I I haven't heard the siren I know that the police is like (laughs) it sounds like our emergency broadcasting oh I got you right right or now I get that sound on my cell phone sometimes when there's an Amber Alert. Have you ever had that thing? Yeah. You should stop kidnapping those kids. Oh. And then I, it will... well, can't I just keep kidnapping the kids but turn off the alert thing on my settings? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. might be a better way to do that. That might yeah. be a better way. Yeah. Because I, I have to... You do it just to turn off the... Yeah. Or just mute or hit the yeah. mute. But yeah, yeah, I think that's the way I'm going to do it in the future. But I thank you for the tips. <laughs> it's so funny that we're podcasting about. Yeah, it's. <laughs> let's hope this is being recorded. Let's just hope to God, because if you saw the system here, it's pretty amazing what's happening. Dustin is like a genius. He's like a mad genius today with this setup. Oh, boy. It is, it is nice to... Uh... To, to check in, it's weird. It's weird traveling by yourself. It's good. I realize like I'm I'm really um, noticing the culture way more than I would normally because I have to dive in. Also, weird thing. If I was to say storytelling show to you, what would you? How would you describe a storytelling show? How would I? One in Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. I would describe it like as... A, I, yeah. Like a, mm-hmm. I would say it's a series of people standing on stage, sometimes reading, sometimes memorized, usually doing, almost always doing first-person narrative, not fiction, mm-hmm. um, right, that yeah. run between five and ten minutes, depending on the venue. Sometimes it's judged. Other times it's just for fun. I have never seen. Have you seen a, a storytelling show with fiction, with fictional stories? No, but it's weird because you're saying story, but it's not really, you know. Uh, right? Yeah, and La- yeah, and last night, I, yeah, I there's this. Um, so I went to a storytelling show tonight, and uh-huh. someone told me about it. It's called Milk and Cookies. Mm-hmm. It's in the uh, in the same in the museum with the in the writing museum in their upstairs room. And I was going to do the show, but I was like a little late getting there because I was like walking, walking all over, and I just, I just missed the beginning, so I didn't let me, sign up for let it. Let me guess how this story this ends. 
<laughs> you got there late. You weren't able to sign up. Someone canceled. They brought you up. You riffed off a story. Now you're hosting over the next three weeks. <laughs> and they're giving the you third, the 100, 100 euros a show. I love, I love that I got paid for those shows, and I love that it makes you angry. Maybe it was a million dollars worth. I don't know. They gave me like a huge. Shot. I have, I have no idea what uh, they gave me. It was like a, a leprechaun <laughs> came by, and it was uh, incredible. I know I haven't got a leprechaun. I know I haven't gotten money from the ATM in the last couple of days. Yeah, I uh, get it. I. Get... <laughs> I get it. You got paid. I'm <laughs> um, so the storytelling show, I did not sign up, and I'm so glad I didn't because I sat down to watch. It was packed, more packed than I've seen any other storytelling show. And all the stories were like stories, like fairy tale stories. Yeah. Oh, fiction. Like they. They're actual stories. Like, I, I was thinking, like, oh, I gotta, there's a theme for the show, which was, um, hail, rain, and sun. And I was like, well, I guess I can tell the story. I like, I was trying to think, I was gonna tell the story about. Wait, the was time it the three, I, is that the three things, hail, rain, and sun, or like, hail, rain, and sun? I mean, what do you, rain, do you, do you do really, do, do you really, no, we don't. Keep going. <laughs> It was rain, the weather, the weather. Uh, oh, no, no. I know what it was about. It was about the... the Are you cut out? Hello? Uh, can you hear me now? Can you, can you hear me now? No? Uh, 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 uh. All right. It looks, yeah, like, we're, looks like we're still connected. Oh, can you? Can you? Yeah, okay, I can. Okay, you can hear me. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, here's my yeah, other okay. option. Right. It's the... Uh, it's the uh, Famous guy, Hail Rain, and his son. Mm-hmm. And that's what the stories are about. Uh, I mean, I wish I all mean, of once this. You start making, once you start making money during stand-up, you won't make jokes like that. I understand. Like, okay. there's just, like, a level. Right. I would know how to, like, yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> I'm kidding, obviously. Um, I don't need to say I'm kidding. But, yeah, it was the weather, Hail Rain and Snow, and... On the one of the reasons why I wasn't rushing to get there on time is because on the thing when they were when they were talking about the theme, they alluded to it being an excellent show because Irish people know everything about weather, and I am somebody who's <laughs> grown up mostly in California where there is no weather, and so I literally I don't have any weather stories. But I was but I was searching my brain, and I had maybe kind of a story. But anyway, I got there late, and the, yeah, the stories were all like mystical. I walked in and someone was telling a story that was like the motif was Greek mythology, but he was Hercules and it was the whole thing. And then there was a woman who told a story about a goddess and a peach tree. And then another woman who told a story as a fairy. And like, she was referencing all these fairies. Everyone knew and everyone was laughing because they all know the fairy references. And I was like, Oh, this is a story. Yeah. That's what I said. That's what I said earlier. Yeah. Those are, those do exist. Our definition of storytelling, which is so funny because I, I've been telling comics for the last three days, like, Oh, well, I've just been doing storytelling shows for the last few years. And, uh, but uh, you know, that translate, that's, that's kind of, but, but then I've said like, well, but that's, I mean, a lot less of comics do the storytelling shows, I'm assuming. 
you guys go back and forth. They're like, no, we never do storytelling shows. And I was like, oh, weird. Right. <laughs> but they were saying, oh, no, we never, <laughs> we don't get on stage and talk about fairies and these dramatic stories that are not, um, not funny. Right, but Which maybe they're comp- maybe they're maybe they're just compelling stories as opposed to our storytelling, oh, yes. which are just oh, the time I auditioned for Quentin Tarantino. You know, that's usually <laughs> that's usually a good yeah, story exactly. out here. No, it's it's the yeah, it's the art of storytelling out here, and the like. It's an actual skill. I don't know, and I and I feel like this kind of went away. But I remember when I was a kid, like. We would have people come to our school. The worst. I hated them. They were terrible, those people. Oh, really? I love them. I always thought they were terrible. I cut class to see them twice. You know what I didn't like about them was the the level of acting was always, like, way too pushed. Like, they're trying to paint these pictures. And then the rabbit turned around and inside its paw was, was like, can you just tell the story in a normal way, please? Uh you, so you felt like they, they were good, those storytellers in school? Um, I remember thinking that they were... I just thought that the art form was exciting. All right. I think there are a couple of people... Like, there's this woman named Mrs. Dragon who I thought was really good. All right. I remember her. Um, well, and I, I did a lot... Like, even when, I, when I was in uh, elementary school, I did, like, speech competitions and stuff. So I've always been very, like, interested in the power of the spoken word. No, I did you know, I liked it. I liked all of that. I liked the I liked that. I have a I have a good imagination. <laughs> Maybe you're one of these people who doesn't. Yeah. I like that you make it into an attack. That feels good. <laughs> <laughs> That's your first thing. Maybe um, you're the maybe. one that has a limited imagination <laughs> and can only I will <laughs> can't take a flight did, of can't I take did. a flight of fancy. Right, I'm joking, but i i got I got to the show late, and I left early, um, because I because I was making this podcast, and I was happy to have that excuse. Not that it was a bad show, but it was um, slightly tedious because it's a show where any because it's just like an Irish thing that people get together and tell each other stories. And I didn't, I thought I had the time wrong. I was like, I must be looking at this incorrectly. But the show goes from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. <laughs> a lot of free time like over there. A lot of free time insanity. over there. But they take all these breaks in between and they give you coffee and cookies and stuff. But I was like, I got to. You got to scat. You got to scat. Um, well, let me say, as we're yeah. winding down, this this has been our first international podcast. The first time we've done it where we're not sitting in the same room face to face. How does it feel on your end? <laughs> I it doesn't feel like a podcast. It feels like a phone call. Uh, how are you? Oh, the classic McGaffey. It doesn't <laughs> stop with you, does it? <laughs> An hour. <laughs> <laughs> Are you good? Oh, that feels very. <laughs> I've Are actually, you, I've actually uh, emptied my mind of everything I've thought about, and now. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there's somebody else. Oh, yeah, how are you? Did you make a lot of money doing stand-up for the first time this week? <laughs> that is hilarious, by the way. Uh, 
No, I'm, I'm, I'm preparing for the TCM cruise that I'm doing. So, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, what I'll tell you, I, I feel how, like... How are you How are you preparing for it? What, how do you, what is your writing process? What do you do? Well, the stand-up part is all... I mean, I, I, I'm loaded. I, I, I don't think I'm going to write anything <laughs> except for what happens on the cruise. But there's a few movies, I think, I'm, that I'm going to be introducing on the deck mm. at the TCM cruise. So I have Fun. To, yeah, yeah, it should be good. I think one of them's a Hope and Crosby movie, so looking forward to that. Are you anticipating um, getting uh, laid? That's a good question. That is a good question. <laughs> um, considering I'm going to be probably the youngest person on that cruise. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's exciting. You'll be like this, this young Adana. I know. Cool, so. Look at this guy. He's still in his 50s. He's unbelievable. <laughs> Look at the way he's, he's walking. Walk he's walking with no assistance whatsoever. His back, he seems to be standing straight up. He's, di he's digesting his food. This guy is this is the most attractive man I've ever seen in my life. I mean, I mean, would you be with an older woman? Oh. I'm guessing no, based on your track history. Okay. On my track, based on my history so far, no. That you're, you're saying, could I be in some, with somebody in their 60s or 70s at this age? Sure, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Let's say <laughs> that might be as I'd like Look, to. I want, I, want you to, I want you to tread lightly because, you know, we have, a, we have many female I listeners. In our I 70s. understand. I understand. I understand. I just, at this point, it might be. What I like to call a bridge too far, and I'm not talking about <laughs> dental work. I'm not talking about dental work. I'm talking about it's a euphemism. No, you are right. <laughs> <laughs> Can you literally be talking about dental work? <laughs> just ask, ask, I mean, if, if a woman has a dental bridge, then maybe that's too far. Too Might far. be a bridge too far. Jo um, Joseph E. Levine production. Um, also, a very cute name for your graphic novel about dating women who are older than you, Bridge Too Far. Exactly. <laughs> All right, I'm waiting. You should be laughing at everything I'm saying about paid stand-up. Of course, you're professional. You're professional. <laughs> I'm a professional stand-up. Right out of the gate. Right out uh, of the gate. <laughs> it's, the luck, it's the luck of the Irish. Yeah. yeah. Um, but are, wait, are, do you? I'm just waiting for you to say that's right, our podcast. I'm literally waiting for you to say that's our podcast. That's that's. Uh, oh, that. I wasn't even looking at the time. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, but just real quick, because um, I really haven't been feeling like this is a podcast. I just felt like I'm talking to you. But um, no, that's this feels. You, ex by I the way, this feels exactly like the podcast to me. Cause, well, because you're in the place. No, no, no. I was, I, was, I was insulting you. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, what? <laughs> uh, there, there will be women on that cruise that are younger than you. I'm sure there'll be a bunch of like film nerds. Like, do you? Are you setting your? Are you somebody who, when you're doing like remote gigs like that, do you open yourself up for that? Do you put out your feathers? What is your? I don't really. Bye. I don't really. Put out my feathers. I've never heard that expression. 
I don't pee, peacock. Is that an expression that people do? I don't like. Oh, look at the weird guy yeah. on a unicycle on the cruise ship. I don't do anything like that. <laughs> uh-huh. um, you know, I'm always open to meeting people, but I, you know, I try. It's not that's not going to be my number one goal on that on that ship. That's not going to be my number one. What's your what's your what's your number one ship goal? Well, as you know, it's the Turner Classic Movie Cruise. This isn't just film nerds. These are classic movie film nerds. So it's a different, it's a little <laughs> right. different group. It's a little different group. Um, well, one of the guests besides myself and Ileana Douglas is, and Angie Dickinson is Roger Corman. <clears throat> so I'm hoping to... Angie Dickinson? Yes. Gonna... Angie Dickinson. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, who, if I'm not mistaken has had sex with uh, John Fitzgerald Kennedy, one of our presidents. Wow. I'm not mistaken, 35th president. That's off the top of my head. Um, so, Would you have sex with her just so you can also have sex with you know, JFK? This is the question. Now we're talking. Now let me think about this. So you're saying by, pro- <laughs> by proxy. I would. Because by proxy, I would be having sex with Marilyn Monroe. Right. Yeah. So and Arthur Miller and Arthur and Joe DiMaggio and Frank Sinatra. So, so um, oh, let me think about it. Let me yeah, think about go it. Go for it. Yeah, because we were just talking. You, I mean, that might on, be. You, you are the biggest. You're the biggest asshole of the entire world. If Andy Dickinson wants to have sex with you, you are obligated to have sex with her. <laughs> It's so stupid. Not have sex with her. That would be crazy. Hello? That would be crazy if that happened. Um, we'll see. It that may... would be so cool. <laughs> right. Do it. Right. You know what you should do? Just like Google a list of all the men that she's had sex with, and just just pick on one of <laughs> one of each of their attributes, like their most important attributes, like the as a Frank Sinatra hat, and you should also just randomly beat up guys and clubs and then uh who else you said jfk the you know the, the adopt that the bad back the addison's disease the uh but he could also throw a football JFK around had addison's disease I'm, and a bad back i didn't know that yeah if i'm not i'm again I'm not, we don't look up things on this podcast, but if I'm not mistaken, yeah, yeah. He was in the hospital quite a bit. Yeah. Speaking of Bostonians and Ireland, when I was hanging out with all those comics the other night and they, they were asking me a bunch of questions about being, um, they were asking me a lot of questions about being Irish American because they said that, I mean, it, it came, I mean, it came clear that like I'm the most Irish American, Irish American that they've met, but they've people, they said guys from Boston come all the time to Ireland and get drunk and tell them that they are actually more Irish than they are because they are so oppressed in Boston. And so they hate, yeah, isn't that terrible? They hate Bostonians and they had a bunch of like, like I just, I don't even know what they were joking about, but a couple couple times I've heard people joking about JFK. That's our show. Okay, thanks guys. Okay. Talk to you later. Bye. Feral audio. I can't believe how cold it is. It's so cold. Are you fucking here. serious? Are you fucking here? Don't you fucking 
a branch of the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.